0: Welcome back to Humanity Works Podcast. I am your host, Jihad. This is the place where we bring it sexy back to the everyday hardworking men and women who impact your life within close proximity. We want to rise above this madness, which is called black culture. As of just yesterday, I was at the gym and, uh, you know, getting my hoop session on as I try to as much as I can. And a good brother walks up to me. He was like, hey, man, I, you know, I really listen to your podcast. I appreciate everything that you're trying to speak on and everything that you're trying to do. And anytime someone reveals to me that they listen to the podcast or they've been supporting it, it's always just warming to my heart. I'm forever grateful and I don't take any one support for granted to take time out of your day to listen to anything that I have to say or do. I mean, to me, that, 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 that's uh, a sacrifice many people don't have to make. So I'm always grateful and I'm thankful for those who have been supporting the podcast. The platform is growing based on the analytics that I'm getting for Buzzsprout and as well as YouTube. As I said, uh, I think in a post, uh, I ran it across my stories. As far as the YouTube and the visual part of the plat- platform, it will be shut down to the fall. Working to change the visuals, working to get into the studio, uh, be more remote and have, you know, great guests continue to come on and have great conversations. So I just want people to understand that. And as well as more evolution, uh, my mind is expanding and I'm growing in my walk and my wisdom. So I think I'm thankful for everyone who's continued to support. I will continue to upload episodes on Spotify, Deezer, iHeart, Podcast Addict, and as well as Amazon Music. So thank you so much for the support. What I want to talk about right now is I have a question. Are African, I'm sorry, are Afro-Americans smart enough to fall back in value with one another? I don't really have to get into the spill of the ills of our community and the way that we treat each other, the way that we see each other, the high levels of anger and hostility. Um, just pretty much no collectivity, just complete division. I don't have to get into that spill. We all know what it is. I want us to get back to a state to where we're valuing one another. There has been many changes that I've seen since I'm a 70s baby. There's been many changes that I've seen communal with our people. And things do change and things are always going to continue to change. I think we're at the stage that again, we're at the highest level of disappointment and anger with one another. And we have to understand one of the biggest confusions with our people is not understanding the power, the grasp, grip, and the effect of white supremacy, the system of white supremacy over our lives. And I think a lot of our anger and resentment with one another comes into the fact that Sometimes we expect each other to be each other's savior in situations that we have created for ourselves in our lives. You know, I know particularly when it comes to men, a lot of black women expect black men to change a lot of the realities financially, mentally. And this just can't happen. It's not going to happen in a system of white supremacy where everything in the gatekeepers are all white supremacists. As Ice Cube talked about being a part of the club where you have these gatekeepers and sometimes when people and I say the biggest, greatest confusion and the disconnect with our people is not understanding white supremacy. Therefore, everything else that you understand, you are confused on, as has been said by Nellie fuller for over, what, 50 years now, probably longer than that. You know, you look at the recent story of the young man who defended his mother where he had to draw a gun. Well, I don't know if he necessarily had to. He drew the gun and he killed the brother that was beating on his mother. Nobody won in that case. Nobody won in that situation. Or how you look at the situation that's going on in Louisiana with the young man who was questioned by his principal. Is he a gangster because he had braids? A normal natural style that we always see our youth wear. Or how at Montverde Academy, if you are into basketball at the high school level and you follow elite athletes, how the young lady at Montverde. Was targeted by white students and she defended herself and she was reprimanded as opposed to the white students. Or when you look at the move to put certain bills into place to censor the black voice. In the phrase of the woke culture as a particular part of our society calls it. Or just the attack on us as a people legally period. We're not really paying attention to what's going on. If we're going to walk around. Or let me ask this question How can we counter or sustain ourselves in a war If we're at war with one another? We must understand we're not going nowhere without each other And everybody's playing their part into the dysfunction Of African American people in the concept called America Everybody's playing their part in selling you in something Into something that is immoral That is ass backwards, abnormal, incorrect, and delusional. Our priorities are in the wrong place as far as the areas that need to be targeted to solve our problems. And it has to be bigger and greater than your political affiliation, your sexual orientation, your spiritual beliefs and practices. We have to rise above these things that divide us. For one common cause, cause no matter what you call yourself, no matter what you believe in, no matter what you practice, we're all under the same umbrella of mistreatment and domination. It is impossible to sustain moving into the next realm of life, into the world that is coming, if we are at odds with one another. And I can't front, I'm in that I'm in that population. Do I hate black women? I might have at one point. Do I have issues with my sisters? I do. Have I had to clean a lot of house? Yes, I have. But at the end of the day, I still value black women enough to be a gentleman, to be protective, to be a provider for whosoever in my circumference, and to be one to encourage them to be better and to love their natural hair, love the, the the body parts and features that society does not embrace. Do I have issues with the brothers? Am I disappointed with the brothers? Of course I am, because masculinity is completely misguided and off kilted as far as the one's definition. If you if you were to ask the average Afro American man today in the concept called America, what's your definition definition of masculinity? Excuse me, he's going to give you something so warped. He's going to tell you masculinity is how you look. How you get out here and you bang these women. You know how you do this, that and the third. You know. Keep your body together. Get muscles and get money. That's not masculinity. Black men can't even come together. On one accord to solve the problems. And we have a great enemy staring us in the face. And the things that the brothers fall out about. Are so minute And so petty It is absolutely mind blowing But are we smart enough To fall back in value With one another I didn't say anything about love Because every guy that I've ever known That said I got love for you You my homeboy I love my dog You know nothing but love Man they've done me wrong They've deceived me They've had no code of conduct Sometimes things led to physical altercations Mostly every person that I tell you And I tell you all the time Value is way more powerful than love in my, in my opinion, in my book Because it's proven to be Just think about all the people Who you depended and trust And cared about That used that word love Have turned around and done something Contrast to what they told you That they felt Or how they seen you However The value must take place in one another Because despite everything that we may see wrong with our community, there are actually a lot of brothers and sisters who are amassing themselves in position to maneuver to help our own kind in all areas of people activity. And when you value your own and when you see your own as human, because what I notice a lot of times, the hostility shown amongst African-American people is not the same type of hostility that's shown towards white people. Or any other ethnic communities And I'm telling you right now That on a global scale of things We have allies We have people who can identify With our struggles and everything That we've been dealing with On a national level On a global level of racism White supremacy But I am also here to tell you That those who are on the outside Those you might think you're cool with Your white co-worker I don't care if y'all kids play AAU ball together you know, how, how, you know Ali Haqbeam, the Arab who owned the gas station in your store, who seemed like he just cares so much about you and just kick it with you, and blah blah blah. But as long as you keep an Arab coming there, there buying liquor and blunts, so he don't give a damn. All of the ethnicity, ethnicities, and stocks of people, they look at us and they play their role. They play they they play their part in our dysfunction. We would we think they value us because they act like they share our struggle. They might kick it with you or hang out with you, but they really don't. It's all a big part and a big plan and a scheme to keep us dysfunctional, divided and apart. We have a big hill to climb. We have a big hill to climb politically. We have a big hill to climb spiritually. We have a big hill to climb Physically We ain't getting up that hill One by one By ourselves The one thing that I've learned About business When I had my trucking company I had my trucking company And went into business For the wrong reason I just wanted to get away From working up under the white man Just to tell other black men and women Hey I'm out of this Hey I got my I'm doing my own business I'm doing my own thing And then I began to realize something I was not doing my own thing They still were controlling the numbers my dispatch was still owned and controlled by people who didn't look like me. And when every time I would we get, we get to the rail yard to, de, de, to to deliver a load, I noticed a vast disturbing difference. Mostly all the brothers who own their own trucks, we were individual entities. We had our own companies. But when I looked at the Asians, when I looked at the, a lot of Jamaican brothers and sisters, when I looked at a lot of, you know, I even knew Russians, I knew a lot of different ethnic stocks of men, and they all had companies. They all had groups. And that's when I learned that collectivity is powerful. Numbers are powerful. We have to fall back in value with one another because numbers are powerful. The group is powerful. We ain't going to always get along and see eye to eye, but that's not more important Than solving the problem that's impacting our lives. That's really inducing a lot of our mental illnesses. Whether we want to agree with that or not. I first start with myself. I evaluate myself. And I deal with my own problems. I deal with my own trauma bonds. I try to curtail a lot of my own angers and disappointments that I've had with my people. And when I walk out that door each and every day. I work to be kind. Compassionate. And warm. And value everybody that I see that looks like me. The conversation has to change. It's, we can't talk about love and relationships. And wanting love and relationships. Without having any accountability on your part. Everybody think they that individual who got this special brand of love and they just think they this, this special unique woman and bring this special brand of love and men just think they nah 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 no. get over yourself humble yourself we all got work to do the most important thing is our wherewithal and our being within this system and we have to attack problems at the political level because life is governed by laws. In politics And this is where Our humanity Is being Dissolved And this is why A lot of times We can't understand Why we're not getting The results out of life And a lot of times We look at each other And size each other up As far as Where we are Who we're supposed to be And what to each other And I'm telling you right now There's certain things that we need to curtail and do on an each and every day basis. So I'm going to give you three things that I would charge you to do every day. First things first. I would charge that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is meditate. Think deep and visualize where you want life to be. Think deep and visualize where you need to clean up and heal some of your anger, some of your trauma bonds, some of your childhood issues. That's the first part. Then I need you to visualize life to where you want it to be and where you want it to go. Second thing, get down on that mat and do some yoga. Stretch your body out. Come back into the consciousness and oneness of your body and your mind. Connecting it with your breath. And when you start to do these things, your world will begin to expand along with meditation. The third thing. Begin to start to write certain things down on paper. As far as where you come from, what you've experienced, and where you want to go and where you need to be. Now, what I'm telling you is something age old. They've been, this is nothing new. This is nothing important. This is nothing to be writing home to mama about. No new science. But I've actually begun to practice this based upon somebody's suggestion that I do this. Sometimes I didn't realize that I had certain issues in anger. Within me, until I actually sat about, it, sat and thought about it, and wrote it down on paper, I carried these things throughout. When I walk out the door, I carried that animosity and anger, thinking I wasn't. Some of the treatments, some of the some of the ways I treat people, namely women, sometimes I'm mind about. I don't always hold the door. I don't always speak. I don't always make eye contact. Sometimes I was doing things in spite, just because of my resentment and my hate towards them, and I had to realize that I had this issue. Same thing with the brothers. I can't stand incompetency. I had no compassion. I had no patience. I had no peace. Until I began to realize, hey, we're dealing with the generation of men or women who said they didn't want a man. They don't know nothing about being a, being a man. They didn't they wasn't raised with a father, which is one of the number one cause and common roots of issues in our community are men that have been missing. And so there's no value. I can understand why the sisters have lost love and value for black men. I can understand why, you know, on on my part as a black man or Afro-American man, excuse me, why there's been a lot of love and value lost for black women and African Afro-American women. I'm sorry. Really trying to get out of this black and white thing, you know, just black, 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 black. You know, I think we're a little bit better and greater than that, even though I really don't get off in the titles because titles don't mean nothing. Neither do nationality as long as white supremacy exists. And I don't care what anybody can say. You can argue me down about that, but you can't disprove that. So anyway those those are some exercises that I would say that you should try and do every day and start to work towards being at peace. Love starts in the home and it moves abroad. We have to find the value back in one another because like my good brother Mellifer said they about to turn the lights out on non-white people in the concept called America. And we're too befuddled with one another having arguments about love and relationships. This is something you should not want. Searching for love and relationships should be the last thing on your priority list. The first thing you should be doing with every gift and talent that you have is to be your problem solver. Once you fall in love with your pur- purpose, you'll follow the purpose, the person that's going to fall in love with you. And I actually got that from Alpha Male Strategy. So shout out to that brother, because when he said that, that made absolutely a lot of sense. We pay too much attention to each other. Maybe if we stop paying attention to each other, as the code says, get away from each other, as the code says, no contact, no conflict, we'll begin to love each other a little bit more. We'll begin to value each other just a little bit more. We have to become a purposeful people in order to value each other. When you have a purpose, when you serve a purpose of solving problems, you become valuable to people. Our conversations, our thinking has to be above sports, entertainment, music, partying, bullshitting, drinking, getting high. This is the dominating conversation in our communities. We need to be on one collective scale of countering the things that they are trying to do to us systemically. By way of politics, laws, regulations, rules. and This is, the, this is where the greatest onslaught attack is coming. People say they can never bring back Jim Crow. Oh, yes, the hell they can. Because they pay attention to one thing and one thing only. They pay attention and study you as a subject and how to dominate and mistreat you in all nine areas of people activity. What do we do? We study and want to dominate each other. Stop paying attention to each other because there's nothing you can learn from each other. I truly believe in the end we're going to be all right. I have no choice but to believe that we're going to be all right. And I truly believe that one day, I don't know if I see it in my lifetime, that there is going to be a nation, a generation of people of color who are going to get it. They're going to understand collective problem solving. They're going to understand the importance of value. They're going to understand the importance of family and community. I always say sometimes man, I wonder if black people have actually become the metaverse. We have become altering people with altering egos. Well, one way in real life, but we're another way on the internet. <coughs> Excuse me social media You know what I'm saying It's like we become the most unrealistic people Who don't want to deal with realistic problems In everyday life I don't know you tell me Let's bring the value back to one another Let's fall back in value with one another It goes a long way This is the place where we bring sexy back To the everyday hardworking men and women Who impact your life within close proximity We want to rise above this madness Which is called black culture And black culture is simply what you do. And what do we do every day? The number one priority is showing off to other black people. That needs to stop. That needs to end like now. Hop on that phone today and call somebody you ain't talked to in a while. Tell them how much they mean to you and how much you value them. Reach out to your child and have that conversation if you think your child is being distant and find out why they're really upset with you or why they don't call no more. If you have a relative that's sick and can't do for themselves and you know they're in a home or assisted living, why don't you drop in on them and give them a visit today? Get somewhere quiet at a park and sit there and close your eyes and think about some of the things that you need to realign within yourself. We really need to change and control the algorithm of our thinking, our thoughts, speech and actions to high level. Conversations High level thinking High level actions Peace